in a universe so corrupt, only the elite can stand tall. Welcome to the Elite Society with your host, Chris Angle. Yes, yes, you heard it right. You have entered the Elite Society, where we're going to talk about everything, all Elite Wrestling, from Dynamite, Rampage, Rumors, anything that has to do with all Elite Wrestling. Tonight, I'm going to majorly talk about AEW Dynamite from this past Wednesday. We're going to talk a little bit about All Out from Chicago, Illinois. Whew! Let me tell you. That was a huge night for professional wrestling, a huge night for AEW, and a huge night for fans worldwide. Let's let's talk about that right now. All Out, Chicago, Illinois. Not only do you have the return to the ring of CM Punk, which which by itself, which by itself is just it's, it's huge, 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 all in itself. But you have Ruby Soho, formerly FKA Ruby Riot from from WWE, uh, joining the roster. And you also have, oh my gosh, Adam Cole, baby! And you have Brian Danielson, FKA Daniel Bryan. Oh man. It, it was just a night for to be a wrestling fan, a night to be an AEW fan, a night to be an elapsed fan. If you're a lapsed fan listening to this, welcome, welcome back to wrestling. Uh, let me let me tell you, you've missed a lot. Uh, you just you just got to go back and and watch it, watch what you've missed. Let me let me tell you, from top to bottom, I think All Out was just an, an amazing, amazing, amazing card. Um, we open up the night for All Out with Jurassic Express, Chuck Taylor, Best Friends, and Orange Cassidy taking on Matt Hardy, Private Party, and uh, TH2, which was an okay, which was an okay opener. Uh, you know, not too bad. The uh, women's women's Casino Battle Royal, which I, I like this. I like the I like the idea behind the Casino Battle Royal. Well, you got multiple people coming out with the different suits of the cards. They they've done this a couple other times with you know with with the Joker card coming out last. Usually the surprise entrant. This year it was Ruby Soho who actually came out to Rancid. Rancid actually got a hold of Ruby and and asked her if they, she would want to use this music. Uh, just just fit perfect, 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 perfect. Um, we had John Moxley taking on Kojima. Kojima, man, what what a hard hitting match. And 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 if and if it couldn't get any better, Minora Suzuki. Yes, Minora Suzuki of New Japan Pro Wrestling. If you don't know who this who he is. I would suggest stopping this podcast right now, doing a Google search and looking up Minoru Suzuki because this man not only can hit hard, but he can out wrestle. 
just just do yourself a favor and, and and look it up. Just just do it. We had Chris Jericho taking on MJF. If Chris Jericho lost, he would retire from in-ring competition in AEW. Now, when I heard this, I I thought, okay, Jericho's gonna lose. It's about time for him to hang up the boots. He's he's gonna he's going to you know take on a commentary role in AEW. I, I thought, okay, this is fine, you know, and and it would be about time for him to, you know, put, lay, you know, put the boots up. And who better to to do that would be MJF because they've they've built this feud up, built it up, built it up, built it up, and then what happens? Chris Jericho wins. I'm no, I'm not mad. Don't get me wrong. I'm not mad that Chris Jericho won. I love me some Chris Jericho. But the time was right for him to turn that corner, maybe on in his career. I, I'm not saying he doesn't have, you know, some steam left in the tank. I'm not saying that he's 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 lost his his je ne sais quoi. No, I I don't I don't say that at all. But I just think maybe at this time in his you know him, he should just step back a little bit. I, I'm not mad. So I digress. I digress. Let's you know move on. Uh, we had Miro taking on Eddie Kingston, my boy Eddie Kingston. Uh, man, Eddie Kingston. I I for one was way behind Eddie Kingston on this. I, I thought he was going to. I thought he was going to take that TNT TV championship home to New York and, and maybe have a rematch with Miro. But no, Eddie fell short, which was which was a great match. Don't get don't get me wrong, great match, hard hitting, awesome match. We had the Young Bucks taking on the Lucha Brothers in a steel cage match for the AEW Tag Championships. Awesome, awesome match. Um, Little surprise, little surprise that the Young Bucks didn't retain. Um, seeing as the Young Bucks are on top of that tag division, um, I I like the Lucha Brothers. Don't get me wrong, I like the Lucha Brothers. But and yes, there there is a but. But I think Penta outshines Phoenix a little bit. Penta is is the is the perfect package. I think he he's you know got the the speaking voice. He's got the the skill set with the wrestling. Uh, he, he's just he's just got it all. I mean, I, I don't know. He, he he outshines his brother a little bit, but all in all, they are a great tag team. Um, then we had Doctor Britt Baker DMD taking on. The, the, the weird and odd Chris Statlander for the AEW Women's Championship. Um, no surprise there. DMD taking it home for the win. Um, we had CM Punk. Match of the night. Oh, man. Match of the year. Match of the century. Taking on Darby Allin. Now, I want to I stop here really quick and, and comment about this match. If, if you go back and watch the match, CM Punk and Darby Allin did some, some few little subtle nods to... The one, two, three kid, Sean Waltman, and 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 also Bret Hart. Uh, there was there was a couple arm drags, arm drags, arm drags, and then CM Punk fell to his fell to the canvas, and you know kind of shook his head and smiled. You know that was a nod to their match when when Bret Hart faced Sean Waltman, the one, two, three kid. Uh, it's just excellent. There was there's a few other nods. Um, it was just it was amazing, amazing, amazing. Kenny Omega 
Champion versus Christian Cage. Now this this wasn't this wasn't a surprise. Uh, Kenny Kenny took the title home. Uh, he I knew he was going to retain Christian Cage. Great great choice for the Impact Championship. Awesome, but I didn't think I, I didn't think Kenny Omega was going to lose that championship just yet. After the match, you had oh my gosh this <clears throat> this is what everybody was waiting for. Everybody was waiting for. Kenny Omega was in the ring cutting a promo. And boom, lights go out. And you heard the sweet, sweet dulcet sounds of Adam Cole. Adam Cole comes down to the ring. Now I I was kind of I was I was kind of like, ah, oh, is he gonna join the elite? Is he gonna is he gonna go against the elite? I was 50-50 there. It, it could have been either way. But boom! He super kicks. Super kicks. The Jurassic Express. Oh, right in the jaw. Knocks them both out. And then gets the big old smooches from from the Young Bucks. And then Kenny, you know, being the, being the heel that he is. You know, smug, arrogant. Yeah, nobody can beat me if they're not... If they're not dead, and then all of a sudden, lights go out again. What is this? We, we kind of already knew what this was. The American Dragon, Brian Danielson. And boy, does he look like he's in amazing, amazing shape. He got in the ring and just tore the house down. The crowd in Chicago was going absolutely ape. For Brian Danielson, absolutely ape for Adam Cole. Now we're going to take a pause right here because I'm, I'm going to get to Dynamite from this past Wednesday. And we're going to talk really quickly what, what I, I think the future of AEW looks like. Um, it, it's, it's looking very, very bright for AEW. AEW... Some people thought there was this the ceiling that they were going to hit, and they weren't going to go any further. They were they were, they were just going to plateau. And and with Tony Khan at the helm, they were just going to kind of be a niche uh, company, and that they were only going to gain a certain level of fandom. Now they weren't gonna they weren't gonna you know reach the fans that the WWE would reach. Now with these two huge signings with with Brian Danielson and and Adam Cole and and if you can go a little bit far, further back CM Punk, I've heard that, you know, a lot of people have come back your lapsed fans, they hear, "Oh, CM Punk is back." I might have checked that out. Because when you hear the name CM Punk, people people knew that. I mean, people know the name CM Punk. So you got your your lapsed fans, plus you got some more than likely you've got some WWE fans coming back coming to AEW to listen to watch what CM Punk has to offer. Now with with the addition of Adam Cole and the addition of Brian Danielson, th- this just spells out nothing but success for Tony Khan and the crew. Ah. Uh, Will they get to WWE standards? It's going to take a while. I mean, because WWE, let's let's face it, is a billion-dollar corporation. Now, 
now that Tony Khan has built this, it it leaves AEW in a precarious position because now WWE is not the place to go. It's it's not the end all be all. It's it's sort of well, we got we got this other thing over here that we can go to that that has stars and and I can build my my brand over here also not just in the WWE. So the WWE they they've got a little bit of they've got a little bit of working to do. They've got to watch their back a little bit. Um it's 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 a definitely definitely I know a lot of wrestling fans have heard this in the past couple of years. It's definitely a great time to be a wrestling fan because now you have the WWE, which me personally, I have not been that impressed with in, in quite some time. They're, they've done a couple things to make it worth watching, but they haven't completely gotten my attention like AEW has um i'll be honest when my son and i sit and watch raw or smackdown there's a lot of fast forwarding time and with AEW it was hard not too fast it was hard you know not to not fast it was hard to fast forward you see what i'm saying and that's the thing I love about AEW, whether it be, you know, the opening contest to the main event to the cooler match. It's it's just all around. You've got. They don't even have they're not even names, you know, I mean, like not mega superstars like Roman Reigns or, you know, a lot of these names are from the independents. And and they gained their momentum from the independence. It's just it, it it's a great day. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Uh, I've I've just I just can't stress that enough. And I hope that you feel the exact same way. If not, I mean, hey, that's fine. Um, let me know. Um, I'm going to start a Discord group for this. Uh, my son's going to set it up. If, if you want to chat, chat it up. Chat it up in the Discord group. Uh, I'm not 100% sure what the name is going to be. He's going to set it up. We're going to get up to all that, you know, in the next coming ep- couple episodes. Um, <laughs> I know I just kind of went off the rails here. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm explaining kind of what this podcast is going to be about um, <laughs> in the middle of the episode. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, but that's what this episode... this podcast is going to be about it's 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 not going to flow perfectly you know yeah we say we're the elite society you know but but being elite doesn't have to have to be perfect you know you just got to be elite to be elite (laughs) if you if you see what i'm saying no okay so let's 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 go back let's talk about aew dynamite from this past wednesday now like i said before a lot of times when my son and I watch wrestling, we fast forward, you know, through the kind of the boring stuff and all that kind of stuff. But with AEW, there's there's really no fast forwarding. I mean, like, 
looking at my notes here, I, I think I maybe may have fast forwarded once and, and we'll get to that. Um, but uh, starting off, we had an amazing, amazing opening contest. Alistair Black versus Dustin Rhodes. Now, I didn't touch on Alistair Black. Um, he wasn't at all out in Chicago. But, oh my gosh, where... This this wrestler, this, this, this amazing star, WWE missed the, completely missed the boat on, on Aleister Black. Aleister Black is something special. When he was first introduced in the WWE, I'm like, wow, this guy is going to do something. He's going to change the landscape of WWE. And what happens? Vince completely drops the ball with him. Just completely. I mean, he he let him do you know some cool things. You know, fine, let him do some cool stuff. But he just he didn't correctly utilize Alistair Black. Uh, I, I mean, what can I say? But this match was everything. Alistair Black versus Dustin Rhodes. Dustin Rhodes, who who not only you know is a it, is just a, a second generation wrestler, maybe maybe even third. Um, I, I may be thinking incorrectly, but this match was was amazing. Uh, Black was working over the knee for the better part of this match. Uh, and one of the cool things I did like about this, uh, Alistair Black or Malachi Black, whatever you want to call him, I'm I'm, I'm I don't know I'm I'm favorite to the Alistair name uh, but he went under the ring and got Cody Rhodes boot to mock mock Cody because Cody well a couple weeks back if you missed it he took off his boots and was going to retire well Malachi Black came into the ring attacked him took the boot and no uh, so we haven't seen Cody since um, Cody did post what I, what I did find it was quite interesting. Po Cody did post a picture of Stardust on Twitter a couple days ago, which I it's just uh, I don't know. Cody wasn't a fan of uh, Stardust, so I don't know if he's going to possibly bring this character back or him, he's going to tag with Dustin to be Stardust and Dustin Rhodes again. I, I don't know, but awesome opening contest. Um, Malachi Black hits the spinning heel kick, sending Rhodes into the exposed turnbuckle for the win. Awesome, awesome match. I, I have got to say this is one of the better opening contests um, for any show that I've I've seen in a while. Uh, and, and then upcoming, you know, we had a, a tag team promo package for the Lucha Brothers. Uh, I went to commercial break, blah, blah, blah. We're back from break and Eddie Kingston and Miro promo package. I'm 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 looking forward to the rematch from Eddie Kingston and Miro. As I said before, huge fan of Eddie Kingston, but I'm I'm especially looking forward to when they come to New York. I'm hoping that Eddie will win the TNT television title in New York, hometown win. Uh, Tony Khan has done a lot of you know. Pleasing the home crowd and the hometown guy goes over, but we'll see. Uh, then CM Punk comes down to the ring for a promo. Um, he says it's 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 like getting back on a bicycle, not not just any old bicycle, 
but a a violent violent bicycle um <laughs> punk i i i've i've followed cm punk's career gosh since circa 2006 i, I want to say but this man he he knows how to hold a crowd he knows how to speak to a crowd he knows how to keep them engaged um but he goes down a list of names that debuted it all out and he and he says what's what's next for cm punk and then Taz stands up from the announcer's table. Now, I, don't get me wrong, I like Taz. He's he's a great, you know, wrestler. He he was great in ECW. But I'm not a fan of Hobbs. I'm not a fan of Hook. I just I don't know, like to me change my mind, but Hobbs is 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 just watered down. I don't I don't know, but Taz Taz says you know Punk says bring them all on you know Hook Hobbs anybody and he says you, even you Taz so maybe we're gonna see a Punk versus Team Taz in a gauntlet match maybe I I don't know uh, we had a short promo for Santana and Ortiz uh, which. You know, I'll get to Santana and Ortiz maybe a little bit later. Uh, Ruby Soho and Britt Baker. Uh, Ru- Ruby Soho had a inter- short interview, and Britt Baker interrupted her, calling her the flavor of the month. And she she made a sh- slight little dig at at Ruby. She told her that uh, why why she doesn't she doesn't need to she needs to run away to catering where she spent for the past four years. It's just, yeah, look, a little slight dig, whatever. I, I expect it. I mean, that's what's... Yeah. <laughs> what else can you say? And then we have a match. I think there's this one right here actually was a little bit of fast-forwarding time. We had Hobbs with Hook on the side uh, against Dante Martin. Uh, Hobbs basically just dominates this match dante martin did get a little bit of high flying in here a couple cool spots uh diving through the ropes uh some cool flippy doodah stuff over the top rope uh hobbs gets a huge power bomb for the win like i said again i am not a huge hobbs fan uh dan lambert's dan dan lambert from america's top team comes out and makes fun of tony khan for getting wrestlers all under five foot nine, little dig at WWE there. Um, then he hypes Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky as his new top guys. Okay, I can dig it. You know, pretty good fan of you know Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Uh, we had another, we had a Matt, another promo package with Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy. <laughs> it talks about cutting orange cassidy's hair so maybe that's a little hint of uh we're gonna have maybe a hair versus hair match um i i don't know um then we had another promo in the ring promo uh best i'm this this i put this in bold letters on my notes here best heel in the business mjf oh mjf comes out to big old chance saying you tapped out you tapped out and MJF, he just he calls Cincinnati a dumpster fire and makes fun of the Midwest and calls the fans calls for the fans to jump the rail and beat him up. Now, in this day and age, 
it probably wouldn't happen. But now if MJF were per se back in the 90s or in the 80s and this happened, I guarantee that you'd have somebody come over the rail and actually get into the ring and try to attack MJF. Um, Brian Pillman Jr. comes out and interrupts him after he made fun of Brian Pillman's daughter, mocked her, blah, blah, blah. Uh, MJ, or, excuse me, Brian Pillman had a great, great crowd reaction um, here in Cincinnati, being it is his hometown. Um, but let me, I, I, could, I can't just stress this enough. MJF, best heel in the business. Oh, uh, we had a Suzuki and Mox promo package, which, man, if you didn't see that match, go back and watch that match. Next match we had was uh, Jamie Hader with Rebel, not Rebby, Rebel, and the DMD against Ruby Soho. Um, this match was was solid. I mean, basically Ruby showed why she left WWE because she's an awesome wrestler. She's not just that entertainer she's a wrestler she's an awesome awesome wrestler uh there was a cool school cool spot where there's a slingshot off the top rope to into a ddt by ruby soho awesome 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 um at the end of the match the dmd squad jumped ruby soho and then riho comes out and she gets dumped boom then here comes chris statlander makes the save all for all, all of them this basically saves Ruby from getting her face stomped on on the on the uh, belt. And then we had a Ricky Starks promo package. Now Ricky Starks, I I, I want to say is he he's a Rock 2.0. He's got the looks like the Rock. He's got that baby face. I mean, but he's got the the package. He's got you know the the voice. He's got the the star power. He's got that swag. So Ricky Starks, I think that's a guy to be watching. He's he's you know he's already got the um, the Team Taz title, the WTF title, he's got that, which, you know, doesn't, you know, not discredit Ricky Starks, you know, it's, it's not, I, I think it was a good job for AEW to make this title a permanent title in AEW, um, but hey, you know, Ricky Starks is a, is definitely a, a top star and he's on the way up. Uh, we had a trios match with the Dark Order with, against Sean Spears and FTR. Um, this was a good, solid trios match. Um, they, you know, they teased problems within the Dark Order. The Dark Order starting to argue. They're starting to, you know, pick fights with one another. Anna Jay and Tay Conti came out at the end of the match after Spears and FTR won. After and then the Dark Dark Order, you know, they just had a lot of infighting. You know, so it, it definitely does show that tumultuous fighting within the Dark Order. Maybe we're going to see a Dark Order breakup, or are we going to see something coming in to strengthen the Dark Order? Someone? I don't know. Um, then we had a promo package for the Casino Battle Royal, which we already went over that earlier on in the episode. Um, Tully... Had a promo with Tony Schiavone. Tully wants Darby Allen versus Sean Spears, which 
Darby after that match with CM Punk, I think that's going to elevate. That's going to elevate Darby to a whole new level of stardom. That 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 Darby. Uh, Darby is just a, a, a crazy, crazy athlete as it is. But that's going to elevate Darby to a whole new level. So we were to possibly see Darby and Sean Spears later on down the road. Uh, Sammy came out with his with his beautiful, beautiful picture and picture cards. Never, never. <laughs> Never disappointing with those cards. Just just comedy, top to bottom. And the Varsity Blondes are in the training room with, with Garrison having ice on his head. Uh, September 22nd at the Arthur Ashe Stadium, we're going to have MJF versus Brian Pillman Jr. Then the Acclaim comes in and says, This Friday night, the Acclaim want Varsity Blondes. They're not even worried about Arthur Ashe Stadium. All right, this right here, these last couple things here, this this probably was the best last half hour of the show. The Elite came out with without Adam Cole, starting off. Boom. This invisible hand of professional wrestling, Don Callis, announced that Kenny Omega is now the new number one in the PWI 500. And then Matt... <laughs> Matt Jackson with a chain, little chain going from his nose ring to his ear, which which their outfits in itself are were just outrageous. Like <laughs> the young bucks, just just they they're amazing. They crack me up. They just and then they announced that their best friend is back from the grave, Adam. By God, Cole. And and then Mike and then Adam Cole comes into the ring and he's like, "Oh, it's story time." But before story time hits, Adam Cole threatens Tony Schiavone and says that if he even looks at Doctor Bit Breaker, Bit Britt Baker, excuse me, one more time, he's gonna kick his ass. Oh, but yes. This is just an all-around great promo. And then Brian Danielson interrupts Kenny Omega and the Elite clear the ring. Because Kenny Omega says he wants he wants to talk to Brian Danielson by himself. One-on-one. Mano a mano. <clears throat> now this is this is where this is where it gets interesting because Kenny Omega is is quite possibly the best wrestler in AEW right now. And with the likes of Daniel the likes of Brian Danielson, excuse me, coming in, you know, it's just going to be, it's going to be something. Uh, basically, Kenny Omega tries to attack Daniel Bryan. I keep calling him Daniel Bryan. I want to call him Daniel Bryan, but it's Brian Danielson. But, uh, and then Brian hooks in the yes lock and gets attacked by the elite. Jurassic Express and Christian come out to make the save. And who's left in the ring alone with Brian Danielson, Jurassic Express, and Christian? Cutler. Cutler gets kicked in the head by Brian. Boom. Knocked out. We go to commercial break. They come back. And they announced that Cody Rhodes is going to be taking on Malachi Malachi Black at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Now, I'm not a huge Cody Rhodes fan, 
Do I think that he is terrible? No. But I'm just, I don't know. There's something about Cody that I'm just not a major big fan of. I don't know. Uh, but now, on to the main event. Oh my gosh. John Moxley versus Minora Suzuki. Minora Suzuki, if you don't know, is a 30-year ring, ring vet. This this match, I, I can't believe it was on free TV. This and and the thing that really kind of it was a very good match. It was very back and forth, hard hitting. But the one thing that AEW does that kind of tweaks me a little is they do the picture in picture. I I. I I like that they keep it keep it on the screen, but as a wrestling fan, you're trying to watch the picture in picture. I, I more I more than likely usually mute the TV because the, the the commercials are distracting, and you want to watch the restaurant quality picture to picture. As Jr. said, the restaurant quality, but it's, it's just too distracting. You got you know the main main commercials going on, and then you got. The wrestling going on. You're trying to watch that, but now the, your peripheral vision, you see the commercials. I just, I don't know. But we come back. Uh, another huge Mox catches Minoru Suzuki's kick and then bites him. Bites him on the head. And Minoru Suzuki bites him back to show, you know, hey, I can I can play dirty too. They trade headbutts. Boom. Somehow, some way. Minoru Suzuki gets busted open over the left eyebrow and just has blood going into his eye. And it's just, the visual is just, is awesome for, for, you know, live TV. This, like I said, why is this match on free TV, people? This should be on, you know, all in. This should be on all out. This should be something. But, it, it, it was on dynamite so good good for you tony khan thank you thank you for giving us this this awesome excellent match uh mox gets the win in his hometown and he celebrates in the crowd with the fans to close the show they're talking about rampage and we get Pac versus andrade which was supposed to happen at all out in chicago on rampage another match that i can't believe is on free television. <laughs> They're just giving these things away. This is this is why I love AEW. AEW just gives these excellent matches for free on on just free TV. You don't have to pay $50 for pay-per-view for, you know, Pac versus Andrade for John Moxley versus Minoru Suzuki and New Japan Pro Wrestling Legend. I I just I mean, it's it's amazing. Uh, Tony Khan, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't say it enough. Uh, but that'll do it for me. Uh, Chris Angle, again, I am the host of the Elite Society. If if there's something you want to hear me talk about on, on, on the, one of these episodes, I'm going to try to drop them on Sundays. Uh, if there's something you want to hear me talk about, if there's something you want to talk about, 
drop me a line. These podcasts are going to be out wherever you get your podcasts from Stitcher, Apple, everywhere. Just look up the Elite Society and you can find it. Tell your friends, tell your foes, tell anyone, tell your grandma, tell your uncle, tell everybody about this podcast. Um, again, I'm going to get a Discord group going. We can talk on there. I'm going to you know, reach out to you guys. This is new. This is my first podcast, and I think I've done a lot of talking as it is. So I'm going to wrap it up again. Thank you for listening. Uh, my name is Chris Angle. And if you want to hear anything we talk about, if you want to talk about anything else, let me know. Peace.